Good afternoon, Top Fan Rivalry followers. This is Bill from Top Fan Rivalry. I'm excited to be here. I got a new uh, person in the clubhouse, one that hasn't been a guest on our show just yet, um, and of a team that I'm super excited about because we haven't had this team on yet. So, Dustin, how are you doing this afternoon? Man, I'm doing good. I'm not doing bad. Awesome. Awesome. I'm excited to have you on. So, so first and foremost, tell me about who your team is. I am a huge fan of the St. Louis Cardinals. St. Louis Cardinals. Okay. And you were just here in LA. You were just here in LA this weekend. Yep. Yep. Uh, pretty, pretty big, uh, pretty big game on Friday. Uh, mm -hmm. T.O. Albert, you know, uh, knocking out not only 699, but also 700. And yeah, being able to being able to do it with the Dodgers, who he was with uh, for a brief moment last year, um, you know, I think it's very poetic. And, and I feel like other than Bush Stadium for some place for that to happen, you know, the ravine. Absolutely. Hey, I got to tell you, everybody closetly wants a T.O. Albert hug. So, you know, I part of if I caught the ball, part of what I do is I, I want a T.O. Albert hug, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you're a Cardinals fan. Tell me where that started. Yeah. Um, so I didn't get into baseball really until I was about 13. And I I, I've, I live in Wisconsin, born and raised, um, you know, growing up, you know, watching a lot of Brewers games. You know, you kind of say I was a fan, but, um, you know, watching them on TV, you know, division rivals, you see the most and you'd see the Cardinals. Right. And, you know, speaking of Albert Pujols, he was the, he was the biggest player in the world at the time. Um, and I couldn't help but gravitate towards him and the, and the team and, you know, the uniforms and um, kind of the mystique that is the St. Louis Cardinals. So that's kind of in a nutshell, how it all happened. See, and that's my favorite question to ask of everybody because it's so fun how much, it comes down to, hey, I grew up or I was watching this or my dad or my grandpa or my aunt. It's just it shows why it is America's favorite pastime. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I love it. I love it. I love talking to Cardinals fans. I've been waiting for one all season. All <laughs> right. Current favorite player and favorite player of all time. Um, current favorite player on the Cardinals um, has to be has to be Paul Goldschmidt. Um, you know, he's, uh, I mean, it's probably easy for me to say right now because he's a front runner for MVP, but, um, you know, since the moment he, you know, put on, you know, the birds on the bat, um, you know, he's done nothing but help this team. You know, we struggled on defense. We were like the worst in defense the year before he came and the year after, you know, he, he signed on with the Cardinals. Like we were one of the top, you know, infields, uh, in, in the league. And, you know, he's, he's got a, he's got a strong bat. Um, dude is built like, like crazy. I mean, he's on the, you know, the latter part of his career, but gosh, like he, he looks like he could be like a, like a bodybuilder, like a 25 year old bodybuilder, you know, and, and his, uh, and his demeanor is, uh, you know, he's not a show off. He's very respectful. He respects the game and, uh, you know, he respects, you know, fans and, and, and everyone like that. So yeah, Paul Goldschmidt, uh, favorite current player, um, favorite Cardinal of all time is uh, Stan Musial. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. He's uh, uh, absolutely my favorite. 
Um, you know, I have tons of jerseys, tons of bobbleheads and books and what have you. And um, no, he it, it's funny because I, I obviously didn't know who he really was until I got older and, you know, started to research the team a little bit more because, you know, he's from the 40s, 50s, um, you know, never got to see him play. Um, but uh, it kind of all started when I found out him and I had the same birthday and I'm like, man, like you share a birthday with the greatest Cardinal and one of the you know best players of all time. You know, that's, that's not a bad, uh, that's not a bad thing. So yeah, Stan Musial, rest in peace. Um, but yeah, favorite, favorite of all time right there. You know, that's, that's an interesting one that you choose, but Stan, the man is, is obviously awesome. And as a Cardinal fan, you've got plenty to choose from. You got the wizard of Oz, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you even could say Keith Hernandez for a little bit as a Cardinal, yeah. right? You had Willie McGee, Vince Coleman, those guys that could just motor. You got Teal Albert, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you got Yadier Molina, Adam Wainwright. I mean, you, you've got plenty of guys that are ending up in Cooperstown, right? <laughs> so yeah. sign me up, sign me up, coach, sign me up. So, all right, so we got your favorite team. We found out why. Okay, we got mm-hmm. your favorite players. I agree with Paul Goldschmidt, except for one thing. He's going to come in number two in the MVP voting to Freddie Freeman. Okay, okay. Freddie's having a heck of a season, man. It's either one deserves it, right? Either yeah. one freaking deserves it. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, you know, MVP, you know, it's, it's kind of, you can, take it or leave it because we're not the ones who vote for it it's the writers and you know you, you never you never really know how that's going to shake out you can look at the stats and you can compare them but even at the end of the day sometimes stats aren't even you know enough to win it but you know freddie's having a great year the dodgers are having a great year um yeah i think it, it's just a it's just a special time to watch all these guys you know play at a at a high level and really produce yeah and and honestly the one thing that drives me nuts about mvp right and we've got Obviously, down here in Southern California, people are Aaron Judge is not the MVP. It's Shohei Otani. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right, you try to hit sixty home runs in a season, and you tell me, you know. But again, baseball is a team sport; it's not an individual sport. So, if I were playing professionally and I had ten MVPs but no World Series rings, I'd probably trade all my MVPs for World Series rings. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it, it all comes down to what you deem as valuable. You know, you have Shohei, who's, you know, once in a generation type player, you know, plays both ways. Um, but is he as valuable to his team as Aaron Judge is to his? Because if Aaron Judge wasn't on the Yankees, who knows if they'd be making the playoffs? If you take True. Shohei Otani out of, off of the Angels, well, they're sure as heck not making the playoffs still. So, yeah, you know, now they got 110 it? losses instead of 90. You're right. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Sorry, Angels fans that are listening to this. My bad. Um, but I agree with you. I, you know, and it's so funny how people get so hung up on that, Dustin. Like, they get, oh, the MVP, MVP. Ah, doesn't matter. These guys want World Series rings. MVPs, MVPs are great when you're negotiating your contract. But when you're locked into a, a longer contract like Freddie, he doesn't care about an MVP. He wants, he wants that. We got 106 wins in L.A. He wants a World Series title. I mean, you get knocked out in the first round of the divisional series. What was 106 wins for? Right. Yeah. Right. So, 
Okay, so we talked favorite uh, players, past and present, which I think are phenomenal. I love the fact that you chose Stan the Man. Let's switch gears to ballparks. Um, which ballparks have you visited? Obviously, you've been to St. Louis. That's probably a no-brainer, right? But yeah, where have you been? Yeah, so um, uh, the stadium I've been to the most is American Family Field or Miller Park, if you ask, you know, true Wisconsinites. Um I've been to Bush Stadium like three times. I've been to Wrigley Field, Great American Ballpark, uh, PNC Park, Target Field, and I just went to Fenway Park this past summer. Nice, nice. Mm -hmm. I was actually shocked at how close Miller Park and Wrigley Field were. Because for some reason, in the West Coast, everything separated out huge, right? Yep. And so... When I found out it's only an hour drive, that's like the difference between driving from Anaheim Stadium to Dodger Stadium. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the, which one's the your ride. favorite ballpark? Uh, my favorite ballpark, uh, it's tough. It really is. Um, but it, it's got to be PNC uh, in Pittsburgh. Um, you know, it's, it's very picturesque. Like you see it on TV and you're like, wow, this, this park is beautiful. And like some people base their opinion like off of just what they see on TV. But when you're right. in in the stadium in person and you've got, you know, the, the skyline of downtown and the Clemente Bridge, you're right on the river. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a very special place. And it doesn't you know what you see on TV doesn't do it justice. Like if you're going to if you're going to go to a ballpark and really take in a game, PNC, I, I think, is the place to do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's on my bucket list. That's one of the ballparks I haven't been to. It's on my bucket list. Uh, speaking of that, bucket list. So you got a month off of work. Money is not an object. And you got five ballparks you're going to go to. Where are you going to go? Five ballparks you haven't been to. Uh, okay. Um. <laughs> uh, uh, this one's off the radar. Yeah, yeah. How dare you do this to me? Um, ah. No, I... I would uh, I would have to say um, Astros go to an Astros game. Um, Got to go to the Ravine. Got to see the Dodgers. Um, I, I uh, that's two, and that was hard to come up with. Um, we'll do uh, um, we'll do Seattle. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yankee Stadium, of course, and um, Baltimore. Baltimore. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm a big I'm a big uh, Ken Griffey Jr. fan. Maybe it's because we also share a birthday. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Seattle, and you know he uh, hit a hit a home run in the home run derby off the warehouse. I want to go see it. Yep. Yep. That's on my bucket list too. I will tell you, uh, the ravine is a lot of fun. Um, if you're in Southern California, you got to hit the ravine, you got to hit Anaheim Stadium, you got to hit Petco. Mm -hmm. All three of them are drastically, drastically different. Um, okay. Anaheim Stadium, when Disney bought it, they turned it in almost to like a theme park. It's strange. It's baseball, but it's still a little bit theme park-esque. Um, Petco, to me, is really dark because the lights go north to south. They don't go east to west. 
And so it's interesting because you got a lot of light poles. Some of them go east. Do you know, you understand what I'm saying, right? How they, they, most of them go like this, but they, those go north to south. So it's a, but it's a fantastic ballpark. It's right in the middle of downtown. Great food. Take your buddies, take your spouse, whatever. Um, have a good time down there. Um, that's a great ballpark. You should always try. I've always tried to figure out what is the ballpark that people kind of go, can't believe this is a baseball stadium. So if there was two of those, the Oakland Coliseum, great <laughs> place to watch football. Not awesome for baseball. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you that right now. Um, and the Trop in Tampa. I'm sure it's got its purpose, but it's got a white dome and in that blue cloudy sky and twilight, try to find a ball hit in the air. Okay. 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 Yeah. And I, I mean, I watched Brett Gardner lose two in that dome the day that I was there. I was watching the Yankees uh, play uh, at the Trop, and it's just a very unique feel. When you walk in, you just think, please don't have an earthquake. Please don't have an earthquake. Please don't have an earthquake. Right. <laughs> and the second yeah. thing that you're thinking of is if there's a big catastrophe, how do I get out of here? Um, but it's fun. I mean, obviously it's 130 degrees in the summertime with 300% humidity out there. So, you know, you got to be indoors type thing, but right. It's, it's a good ballpark. Um, you'll enjoy Yankee stadium. Yankee stadium is a lot of fun. Uh, you have already been to three of the ballparks that most people say outside of the ravine. When I ask that same question, everybody, they always tell you, say PNC Park because it's so picturesque. Great American ballpark because it's just a great place to watch baseball and Wrigley Field for the history. Mm -hmm. So you've been to all three of those. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. We got to get you out to the West Coast. All right. So sure. final question, my friend. Final question. What are you looking forward to most in October? And then coming into next season, the Cardinals have a unique situation because you lose three of your key components. You lose Albert, you're going to lose Wainwright, you're going to lose Yadier to, um, uh, to retirement. So obviously you've got MVPs on both sides of the diamond between Goldschmidt and, and Arenado, but um, – so first part of the question, what are you looking forward to in October? Second part of the question, what do you think next season looks like for the Redbirds? Yeah, so October, I mean, it's it's basically a lock, right, that we're going to be in there in some capacity. Um, you know, it's funny. When, uh, when the Cardinals are the um, kind of the underdog going into the postseason, that's typically, historically anyway, when we do our, when we do our best, I think about 2006, we had the least amount of wins. We ended up, you know, beating the tigers. Um, and then in 2011, we came in on the wild card and, you know, had to go through juggernauts like, you know, the Phillies and, um, you know, the, the brewers who won the division that year. Um, and then, you know, the, the Rangers, but, uh, this, you know, this year, I mean, kind of the same thing, but, you know, you got Goldie and Arnauto doing big things, right? Um, you know, we have speed and versatility and a guy like Tommy Edmond. Um, and we also got, you know, I feel like our, our rookies are very underrated. You know, they're, they're a bunch of role-playing guys. They're not like every day at this position kind of guys, but for some reason they make big plays, you know, offensively and defensively. 
Um, you know, I think all it comes down to, and I think a lot of people say this, but it comes down to pitching. If we can find our stride, look out. Um, and then next year, I mean, I'm really excited. Um, I'm not excited that, you know, our, our three key guys, you know, the heart and soul of this team, you know, they're, they're potentially, you know, all leaving. Um, but uh, I think, I think at catcher, that's going to be, that's going to be a real, real challenge to, to replace. Cause we, we've been without Albert for, for 10 years. Right. Um, so we, we kind of know how to exist without him, but you know, when it comes to a guy like Yachty, who's been here for you know almost 20 years, you know, I, I, I'm like, you, you need to, you need to sign someone who I believe you need to sign somebody, you know, a free agent, someone who, you know, maybe doesn't demand respect, but can get it with their pedigree. And a guy that comes to my mind is Wilson Contreras, um, you know, division rival. He's with the Cubs, but, you know, I feel like once he hits free agency, I, I, I think the, the Cardinals would have a, have a really good, uh, um, you know, sales pitch to get him to travel a few hours South and um, you know, Cardinals fans, you know, we'll, we'll love them all, all the same. You know, I, I actually agree with that. So, the catcher position, you're paid to be a psychologist. You're paid to block the plate and, and do good things. But who cares what happens offensively? Well, Yachty's provided some offense for you, which is fantastic. Um, I think you're going to see all three of those guys in Cooperstown. I don't know if Wainwright is a first ballot guy, but Yachty and, and for sure, Pujols are. Uh, but Wainwright will get it. There's no question in my mind that he doesn't like the no question, but you mentioned a very, very good point. And I, I hope that everybody that's listening to this caught it. You cannot win games and, or go deep in the playoffs without pitching. You just can't. Right. The angels have tried. I mean, they, they've got two of the best players on the planet and Shohei Otani and, and Mike Trout, and they're going to miss the playoffs by 20 games this season. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You look at the Yankees in 2007, 2008, when A-Rod came over. They could hit. They could score 9, 10 runs a game, but they were giving up 10 or 11 runs a game. You can't pitch. You can't do it. And so um, I love that point. That was an excellent point that you made there. And, I mean, Montgomery came over to you guys, right? And just just kind of lighten it up again, isn't he? Yeah, Jordan. they kind of had a little bit of a resurgence. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's crazy how, you know, the Dodgers are, are doing this a little bit, and you guys are infamous for doing this, picking up people that you have faith in, and you turn them into talent. Turn them into teams that were going to designate guys for assignment, and you turn them into to something that's awesome. So Yep, yep. Yeah, that's funny how that kind of shakes out. And, you know, Brewers fans that, you know, <laughs> I mingle with, they're like, man, the Cardinals got that devil magic where, you know, they turn, you know, nobodies into, you know, top Somebody's. performers. They go on runs in the postseason for absolutely no reason. And, you know, I, I agree. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's, it's special. It is. And it's fun to, it, it, you know, sometimes it's just a change of atmosphere. Sometimes it's a hitting coach or a pitching coach or, it's something, but it's it's something special, right? And it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. It's fun to watch JT, who the Mets basically gave up on, or Chris Taylor, um, who was just given up on, 
I mean, that's a that's a name that Cardinals fans love. Sorry, <laughs> that. But you know, I mean, it's it's great to see that stuff. I love that. I love that. All right, so uh, we need to get you back on when we do an addition with those that are in the playoffs because that'll be a fun conversation to have with a group of people on, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to be part of that. That'd be great. Be great. So, Dustin, I appreciate you joining us for the first time in the clubhouse. I I hope you enjoyed yourself. Oh, I had a, I had a great time. Uh, thanks for having me on. This is a this is a real pleasure. Yeah, you bet. You bet. And top fans, this is Dustin. Uh, once this post, I'll make sure that you know his Instagram handle. He does bobbleheads. He does a lot of fun stuff. So we'll make sure that you uh, know who he is, so you can follow him. In addition to that. Um, Make sure, top fans, that you're following and signing up for Locals.com. You can go to Locals.com. It's your standard uh, social media site. Uh, you can sign up for free. You can follow Top Fan for free. If you decide that you want to follow it for 3 bucks a month, hey, we're going to send you a cozy. If you decide you're going to do it for 5 bucks a month, um, then we're going to send you a T-shirt that either says get dirty, get ready, get baseball ready, or get loud. They're awesome shirts. You'll enjoy them. Um, this is great, but... Dustin, I'm so happy to have you on. I'm glad that we were able to talk a little Cardinals baseball. I love your insights about pitching, and I look forward to having you on. So, again, thanks for coming on tonight. All right, you bet. Absolutely. All right, have a good one.